The answer lies long before court. It lies long before even the crime is committed. It's the mentality that is formed when they're still young. And so if you can get at that uh, and change that, then you can change an entire world. And that's what we're trying to do. It's called the Gentleman's Society, and it's making a huge spiritual difference in the lives of many young men from the inner city. Dwayne Washington will explain what it's all about here on First Person. Welcome to this week's program. I'm Wayne Shepherd. You'll meet Dwayne and hear his remarkable vision for young men coming up in just a moment. If you ever miss one of these weekly conversations, they're always available online. Our podcast is available on our website and through a free subscription on iTunes. But perhaps the easiest way to listen is with our mobile app, First Person Interview, available free in your app store. Download one or as many interviews as you like by using the app and then listen whenever you like. And then to comment on what you hear on First Person, please visit our Facebook page where you can post your comments and even pass along a suggestion for a possible interview. That's found at facebook.com slash firstpersoninterview. As you'll learn today, Dwayne Washington is one busy guy. He wears many hats, including pastor. We'll talk a bit about that, but what I really want you to hear is his heart for helping young men grow into responsible Christian gentlemen. Dwayne and I spoke via the internet recently, and I began by asking him about the church he pastors. The Love Church here in Fort Worth, Texas. We, we love our church here. We say all the time, if you ain't loving, you ain't living. Um, it's a church where, you know, I didn't grow up in church. I don't know if we've ever had that conversation, Wayne. I didn't grow up in church. And the first church I went to, they kicked me out when I was about 17 or 18 years old. Stopped me at the Not a great start. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, could you not come back? And I don't think people realize it. So that when you don't grow up in church, you already feel like you're not good enough to go. And then to have that confirmed at the front door is pretty interesting. So um, I actually did end up spending 21 years at another ministry, though, Um, getting there, getting saved, and working all throughout the ministry, um, youth ministry, associate pastor, um, youth pastor there as well. So... Um, I, the the Lord had a plan, and so I'm kind of glad and thankful to that church to kick me out. And you know, the, the the Love Church is a place where I really understand why the Lord allowed me to grow up like I grew up. It is a place that is full of love. That I mean, you can come here and you can just get loved on, and you're going to learn the Word. That is the most important thing. We have a 59 minute service. It's you know, literally 9:30 to 10:29. Um, we broadcast it now all over as well, and you will get the word. You will get the word in a way that you can understand it. Um, my mom is—I'll uh, I'll say a member. I usually don't call people members. This is just where they, you know, tend to show up and, and hear about Christ. But my mom is a, a regular churchgoer here, and she said something to me the other day. She said, "You know what?" I, and when, remember, we didn't grow up in church. <laughs> she said, "You know, I really like coming." Because um, there I can hear the word and really hear it broken down like I've never heard it before. Oh, that's good, Um, yeah. Even our Bible study is different. You know, we literally sit down with this Bible in a big circle and go through it line by line and explaining (laughs) exogene in Scripture. We don't call it exogene because, you know, it's people that have never read the Bible before. (laughs) So we'll talk about how it relates to your life, how it, how that one Scripture means, how it relates to other places in the Bible. How, what does it mean to you as an individual? So it's um, it's a fun thing, and we love it. Yeah, it sounds great. It really does. So you're the pastor of the Love Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I mentioned your business career. Somewhere along the line, you picked up computer code, and I, I don't even understand all of it, but I know that you're in demand as a speaker on uh, in different seminars around the country. 
Yes, it's a wonderful thing. And now um, a little international, too. So it's cool. So um, by the grace of God, somebody, a, a young lady, when I was in fourth grade, um, she decided that she wanted to give back. And so every day she would stop by our kindergarten, our fourth grade class there in the middle of the hood and teach us programming. And um, I'm, I just had a birthday yesterday. Um, I'm 42 now. Oh, so you're just a kid. So back to fourth grade. <laughs> Long time ago. Long time ago. You're just a so kid. So this is yeah. before, huh? You're just a kid. Just Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I receive that in the name of Jesus. So, so if you take me back to fourth grade, you know, there was no Windows. There was no Microsoft. You know, we had those, you know, trash 80s, those TRS 80s. And we started learning code. And she was teaching us to program computers. And consequently, by the time I was in ninth grade, I was programming like five different languages. Um, and so, you know, uh, Windows comes out and, you know, I'm able to start programming in there and um, able to get involved early on in a lot of different technologies from coding to databases to uh, website development. I was able to do a lot of cool things there. And my background led me to um, something called business intelligence, BI, um, which I won't bore you with the details. I love it because it's all about data. Huh. And it's it's like my whole life is, is starting to get like we talked earlier before we got on about the analytics associated with um, with our site and Gentleman mm-hmm. Society, we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's part of what I do is analyzing data and bringing uh, bringing solutions to that. So, you know, I wrote a book on that um, called uh, uh, I, was, I was thinking about the music thing. I wrote a book on the music thing called um, the uh, Get in the Stream: The Ultimate Guide to Customer Adoption. Um, it's one of the things that a lot of people are writing code and, and customers are not using it. So, well, Dwayne. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it because you're excited about it, but I know nothing about what you're talking about right now. But, it's okay. But the Lord has it's given you, right. the Lord has given you those skills, and it's amazing. And we haven't even touched on your music proficiency. And not only are you this great professional saxophonist, but you operate a studio. You operate. Uh, you're involved in radio now. Uh, God has really gifted you in so many ways. But you know what? The main thing I want to talk to you about is Gentleman's Society. We need to talk about the Gentleman's Society. What is it, and where did this idea come from? The Gentleman's Society is an organization where we take young men between 8 and 18, and we train them systematically how to become gentlemen. So they'll go through 23 different courses, everything from speech and communication, anger management, how to treat a lady, uh, even dressing for the occasion, learning the difference between black tie, white tie, business, and business casual. Um, and we do that. All, you know, it used to be just here in Fort Worth, but now uh, we spread out a little bit. Um, we're in about nine countries now, so uh, we've grown a little bit since I guess then. you have. But where did this all start, this Gentleman's Society? It started right at your back door, didn't it? It started literally in my back door, right? So um, I was a youth pastor here at a church here in Fort Worth, and... We had a lot of programs for our young women. We didn't have anything for our young men. And we were a ministry that reaches the hopeless while serving the needy. And those were pretty much what you would deem to be the the destitute of society, you know, coming out of prison or hooked on drugs or anything. And they had children. Um, And so you may see like a 9, 10, 12-year-old thinking it's a regular 12-year-old. That 12-year-old may have been living in a drug house for the last 12 years. And so we needed a program that spoke to this kid without the requirement of parental involvement because their mom may still be on crack. You know, they may not be able to help them through this. Hmm. And so um, that's when I sat down and started writing the curriculum for the Gentleman Society. And um, funny enough, the, the very first draft of Gentleman Society was one sheet of paper. Right? <laughs> so I gave the idea to the pastor that I reported to, and he just threw it back at me. He's <laughs> like, no. 
It's, you got to do better than this. And we went round for round for months. Hmm. I mean, I cannot tell you how many revisions um, that we finally got to. And then even even with that, Wayne, I still wasn't able to implement the program like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, quite honestly, I shelved it. And during my ordination as a pastor, um, moving to associate pastor, my bishop in front of everybody in, in this huge ordination, he says, hey, you know, a couple of years ago, you wrote this program for young men, which I didn't even realize he knew or remembered. Um, and he said, you shelved it. He said, take it off the shelf and take it to the world. Hmm. He said, the world needs this program. I said, yes, sir. So um, I dusted it off. Um, the curriculum was still there. And, and in, what, 15, over 15 years now, the curriculum hadn't changed. We've added one class in 15 years. <laughs> um, and uh, I went down to the, um, to the local projects. I had got a call to come speak. I was speaking in the projects about, um, about music. Um, and for those you, your listeners may not be familiar with the projects, these are it's a public housing um, project where the, um, some of the poor people live and um, so that they don't have to pay rent and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I went there to go speak, and I, there was all these kids there. And I said, hey, um, I have this program called Gentleman Society. I told them about it. I said, if you come on Saturdays, I will bring, I will start the program here. And they said, yes, sir. And we started right there in the middle of the project with four kids um, some 15 years ago. And, uh, and it kind of grew from there. All right, so re- restate the purpose of what the Gentleman Society is all about. What, what's your goal? The goal is just that. It's in the name. It's to create a society of gentlemen. Um, it's to reclaim that name of gentlemen so that it actually means what it's supposed to mean. Uh, and then we have a society full of those people. And, and what that does, Wayne, it changes family trees. Um, we just seen a tragedy not too long ago where um, it's not like— you know, it's just like any other tragedy we've seen in, in recent past where there's an out of control male uh, at the forefront and coming in and, and shooting up a place. And in this particular situation, killing, um, you know, 49, 50 people and, and injuring another, you know, 50 people. Well, that's 100, at least 100 family trees that got affected from this one particular individual. Well, if if we've got to him earlier and changed his moral structure then he could have affected, you know, five, six hundred family trees positively on down the road and literally set set a chain of positive reactions for generations to come. So we're trying to create a, a society of gentlemen. You'll learn more about this remarkable outreach to inner city youth coming up today here on First Person Stay With Us. This is Ed Cannon, president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thanks for listening to today's first-person interview. FEBC believes in the power of story, God's story, at work in the life of people who follow Christ. As we broadcast programs both into large population areas and remote villages of Asia, we hear amazing stories of how God touches hearts with His Word. If you'd like to hear more of those testimonies, please visit firstpersoninterview.com and click on the FEBC banner. My guest today is my friend Dwayne Washington from Fort Worth, Texas. We're talking about the Gentleman's Society, and this is so exciting to me. We actually talked about this a few years ago, but we're on so many new stations with this program, and I wanted our new listeners to learn about the Gentleman's Society and all the work that you're doing there, Dwayne. And it's really exciting to me. I know that you've been on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey and Bob Lapine. That's given you a boost as well. You said you're gone international now with this program, huh? 
Yeah, thanks to, uh, in in main part to Dennis Rainey and Bob uh, Dennis Rainey and Bob Lapine. Um, they they um, first of all, Dennis talks about Gentleman Society everywhere he goes. I, I was just talking with him not too too long ago, and I said uh, he said, "Yeah, man, I've been uh, I've been traveling a lot and I've been talking about your program." I said, "Dennis, I know everywhere you go." Because as soon as you leave, they call me <laughs> every time. <laughs> That's um, how it works. And, That's uh, what friends are for. With this phenomenal program teaching men how to be men, the stepping up program. And I mean, it's just a phenomenal program. Yeah. Um, well, he sent a, uh, a a crew, a film crew down to, to Dallas to film one of the regular sites that we have um, at a school. Matter of fact, it, it, that school is located in the projects where we first started. And we didn't start at the school. We started at the library, but it's in the same project housing. And um, he filmed it and put that that film right in the middle of day three of his stepping up program. And, and that program goes out to people all over the world. And so literally as people go through that program, they pick up the phone and, or grab a computer and email us or call us from all around the world. Um, it has been incredible from New Zealand to Bulgaria. To, I mean, Toronto. Toronto is coming up next. We don't have a site there just yet. We're working those details out right now. But I mean, literally all around the country and all around the world. It is amazing. Well, give me some examples of what you teach the boys in the Gentleman's Society. So, for example, um, there's an interviewing course. And in the interviewing course, we teach pre-interview, during the interview, and post-interview. And and we also teach them, if you do these things, and you're probably going to get the job, number one, pick a place that you actually want to work before you even begin to apply. Like, literally pick the job and don't let it pick you. And so after you've picked the place, um, begin to do research on the place, Standard & Poor's information, stock information, who's the CEO. You should know everything about the CEO, um, what he's done, what, where the company's going, that kind of thing. Um, reach out to the company. Um, get the uh, we, and we. I'm paraphrasing an entire hour course and mm-hmm. a, a two-day two thing. But, um, you know, reach out to the people, get the interview. We teach them what kind of paper to put their resume on, how to make the phone calls to get the interview to begin with. So you're going to go deep with these kids. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, and, and I'm going to paraphrase that whole course with telling you we do mock interviews. And then I remember I was watching a video back of a 13-year-old doing a mock interview for some type of McDonald's um, uh, in, job. And so I'm watching it. And he did everything right. You know, he's talking right. And they asked him the question that they all have to answer. And the question is, why do you want to work here? And this guy went into the current CEO. He went into what they've done. He, he went into the fact that, you know, nine out of 10 businesses fail, but one out of 10 don't uh, does not fail. And that usually most of those are franchises and McDonald's being the number one franchise in the world. And then he started mentioning, uh, you know, 117 countries and 32,000 locations. And <laughs> he wanted to be with an organization that he could grow with. And all, he's 13. <laughs> um, now, what, what got me, Wayne, this is the kicker. When he got ready to leave, he got the card, looked him in the eye, asked for the phone call and asked for the follow up and all of those things. But then he reached in his pocket and pulled out a thank you card and handed it to his interviewer as he walked out. Oh, my goodness. I was just too through. Wow. I was just too through. And, and he, that's he, the level. He came up with that on his own? Well, what we do, we teach them that on the way home, they should have a thank you card that they mail back to the individual. But he took it a step further and actually had it available on him to give right there to make that extra impression. Uh, I'm, I'm astounded by all of this. I really am. Uh, I, I know that the vocational part is important. Character is important. Um, scripture is important to this program, isn't it? 
behind every bit of it. And that's why, number one, I, I can't really claim to be like this great writer of curriculum because it all came from God, right? And, I, you know, like I said, it hadn't changed. The only course we've added is the very first course. It's called Hire in H-I-R-E. And we added that course to be able to teach them the creed that they say all the way through, which is, I'm a gentleman. I have honor, which is the H. I do honorable things. I have integrity, the I. I do the right thing when no one's looking. I have respect, the R. Uh, I have respect for myself and others. And then the E is education. I value my education. I am a gentleman. So we added a course at the very beginning to lay the rule and groundwork for gentleman society and actually add in where we can teach them that creed. But other than that, those other 22 courses have stayed consistent the entire time. You emphasize uh, for these boys to dress for success. Talk about that for a moment. So they'll go through a, a course. And this is the course that we're actually known the most for. People think this is all we do. Because we do not take the kids anywhere until they go through the dressing for the occasion course. And that's when they learn the difference between white tie, black tie, business, business casual, and casual. The big thing there is that they learn how to tie a tie. And they have to show up in business attire after that course for everything. So consequently, you'll see them at a city council meeting on a Tuesday night sitting on the front row dressed to the nines. <laughs> so what happens is that they look great wherever they go, especially when they're you know 20 at a time or more. And people think, hey, Gentleman Society, that's that organization that dresses kids up. Yeah, right? It's, it's um, making a great impression just by how they look. Exactly. And, and in that course, they learn how how important their attire is. Wayne, I can tell you a story, and I've done this on several different occasions. We don't require them to dress any differently until that course. So, like, if you come before that course, they may be, you know, pants sagging and everything else. I will take the most hooded out kid you can name, tatted all over the place, just looks like he's ready to shoot everybody. And I will ask him this question. What do you think people think when they see you? And, you know, every now and then they'll give a smart answer like, well, you know, I don't care what they think. Oh, no, you care what they think, you know, because you want a girlfriend and you want to get hired at a place. You care what people think. So let's you know, let's get off of that. And, and they will say, well, they probably think I'm a thug or something like that or out to rob somebody or in a gang. I said, OK. I said, what do you want them to think? You know, and he said, without fail, they'll say, well, I want them to think, you know, I'm a kid that's going somewhere. You know, I deserve a chance and I'm smart. And I'm say, OK, well, then look the part. Like, that's an easy win. <laughs> Just look the part. Um, but they learn how important their attire is, um, their their outward appearance, because um, especially in some, some areas around our country, they are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. If you look like a thug, you're going to get treated like one. Um, un- unfortunately, there is a lot of things going around in the hoods in America that don't make it to television. They don't make it to the news. Some of the stuff that makes it to the news shouldn't make it there. Those are people who are doing wrong and they need to get beat by a cop. Um, however, there are things that don't make it, like the, the you know a kid just on the corner and two cops pull up and just commence to beating him for no reason whatsoever. No one's filming that. Or people just deciding, I'm just going to run up in your house. And it's not all cops, but you got to remember that they're only going to have these experiences with the bad cops. And if if that's the only experience they have, the the mentality there is different. And so teaching them to change their outward appearance sometimes can change your life. I'm so moved by what you're doing, Dwayne, and and to see these young men for their their uh, their potential, and and not just see them as potential gang members, but seeing them for their potential, even in Christ, that they have that that is remarkable, and it just brings a chill to my spine to think about it. You know, we we've seen kids that were nine years old and gangbanging get accepted to Harvard. I mean, just to <laughs> tell you the, the turnaround and the change, when you give them a chance, 
You know, when you give them hope, when you give them love, when you give them attention, you can change their life. It's in there. God didn't create anybody without a seed of greatness inside of them. They all have it. And let me tell you something. The reason they're going through all the stuff they're going through is because the enemy is after him because he's scared. He did the same thing with Moses. He tried to take out a little Moses because he couldn't handle a big Moses. He tried to take out a little Jesus because I can't handle a big Jesus, right? So if you look at anybody who has the seed of greatness at a totally different level, the enemy tries to take them out young. How can we help promote the Gentleman Society? The, the four things that I, I want people to do, number one, to pray. Um, stay prayed up. As as the organization grows, we need your prayers. And that's not an afterthought. Thought. Look, prayer changes things. Um, prayer is what got the organization to where it is right now. We need your prayers. Um, the next thing, there's got to be somebody listening right now that says, you know what? I feel this tug. I want to do something. Maybe you want to lead a gentleman society site in your area. Um, maybe you just want to work the back office like you. But you 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 feel this tug like I want to help um, and I can donate my time. Maybe I can just come and speak. Um, maybe I can donate an hour a month or an hour a week or an hour a year. But, you know, you want to be somehow involved. We would love to have you. We've got a spot for you. OK, um, you may say, you know what? I've got an ability to do something, whether that is, you know, you have favor with people to get them to do certain things, whether that's to, to donate a limo. Wherever we go, we take these kids and, and stretch limos. That's a big deal to a kid. You know what I'm saying? Because usually somebody has to die for that to happen. Yeah. Hey, it's a big deal to um, me, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice. Right? It's not, and, and, and to see these kids light up and change when they step inside of a limo. But for the first time, some of them feel like I'm worth something, mm. like somebody's doing something like they've never experienced that in their life. Um, or maybe you say, you know what, I, I don't I don't have time and I don't really have those types of talents to donate. But maybe you've got some money that you'd like to donate your treasures. And whether that's fifty thousand dollars a year or five dollars a month, it doesn't make a difference because our organization is so lean. You'd be surprised how much even just a little bit goes in our organization. Um, if you have a, a young boy that you'd like to sign up in the program, you can go to our site. It is free of charge. We do not charge the young men anything, nor their parents. Um, they can come take this, but we just want to get this in as many places as possible. Um, if you have an organization already, maybe you have a, something going at a Boys and Girls Club, or if you've got a sports arena type thing, a sports club, we can implement Gentleman Society inside of your program, inside of your church, inside of, of your um, community center, inside of your school. We've done all of those across the world. So give us a call. We just want to create gentlemen all over the place, one at a time if we have to. And for that contact information, visit firstpersoninterview.com. Follow the links provided, firstpersoninterview.com. Your comments are always welcomed. Use our Facebook page for that purpose. It's facebook.com slash firstpersoninterview. In addition to leaving your comments, you can read what others are saying about what you've heard today. Again, facebook.com slash firstpersoninterview. I believe we have some very interesting guests to share their stories with you in the weeks ahead. And if you'd like to see the schedule, it's also at the website. Now, I'd like to thank the Far East Broadcasting Company for their support in bringing you each week's program. FEBC takes Christ to the world through radio and other modern technology, often reaching the unreached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Learn more at firstpersoninterview.com. Next week, a place of retreat for missionaries. Now with thanks to my friend and producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for listening to First Person.